0: Hi and welcome everyone to this special episode of Serum Rocks. Reflecting on our journey, it's been truly remarkable to consider where it all began. Back in September of 2013. When we embarked on this podcasting adventure, the landscape was vastly different. At that time, there was no dedicated Serum podcast or even customer relationship management podcast in its broader sense fast forward to today and the evolution is astounding the dynamics crm world has witnessed a transforming giving rise to many podcasts each distinct from the other sometimes even focusing solely on a specific application within crm or power platform This remarkable journey has been nothing short of a revelation. When I first set out on this path, little did I know that we would reach such a remarkable height. It's been an incredible privilege to connect with and interview countless exceptional individuals, each contributing their own unique insight and expertise to the world of serum. Over the years, we have delved deep into Serum and shared the wisdom of brilliant minds from across the industry. Our listeners have been the driving force behind Serum Rocks, fueling our passion to bring you valuable content, expert perspective and a community that continues to grow. As we come to this special episode, I want to express my heart heartfelt gratitude to each and every one of you who's been part of this journey whether as a guest a listener or a supporter your enthusiasm curiosity and dedication have taken serum rocks to where it stands today at the forefront of serum discussions. So let's celebrate this milestone together and look ahead to the exciting prospect that awaits us in the world of serum. Thank you all for being a part of Serum Rocks. Here's to many more episodes of insightful conversation, knowledge sharing and a community building in the realm of serum and let's all make it rock.
1: Hey Marcus, This is Scott Sewell from Microsoft. Congratulations on 10 years of CRM Rocks. What an amazing milestone for your podcast. Thank you for bringing together voices from across the community to celebrate how both the platform has helped each of us contribute to our own careers and our own organizations, but also how we've learned from each other and gained ideas and, and insights on how different people are using the platform. Your podcasts have pulled together that and made it such a rich community. And thank you for being a part of that. For the last 20 years, I've worked with Microsoft CRM And over that time, I've seen the incredible growth of the platform and how exciting it is to see the richness of the data that's being captured and stored and processed. That's why for the last several years, I've worked specifically on Microsoft CRM plus Power BI. And now with the addition of Microsoft Fabric, Microsoft's new data and AI platform, it's been an exciting journey. And I'm excited about where we're headed with it. If I had to say a missing feature, I just want more people to take advantage of it. More people to take advantage of the incredible value of the data that they have in their application and seeing how it can set their careers onto a new trajectory. It's been an exciting journey and the best days are ahead of us. Thanks very much again for your podcast. I'm excited to see where we go from here. Take care, Marcus.
2: Hey there, this is Heidi Newhauser. I am a business applications MVP I am a partner at we enhanced we're located in the u.s in the beautiful state of pennsylvania outside of philadelphia and i am very excited to be here to help celebrate 10 years of crm rocks what is the best thing that's happened in dynamic crm in the last 10 years wow that's a hard question As everyone listening to this podcast knows microsoft crm has changed a lot in the last 10 years i personally have been working with the tech stack for 13 years and i have seen an enormous transformation from the days of crm 4.0 to dynamics 365 customer engagement but if i have to pick one singular thing that i think has made a really big impact over the last 10 years i am going to go with the introduction of customizable model-driven apps. I have been very passionate about user adoption throughout the CRM project lifecycle. I have really tried to drill in how important considering the end users is on everything from an initial implementation to rolling out new features, Um, Anything that you're going to do in your Dynamics 365 CRM or Power Platform project really should be considered from the end user perspective. How will this impact them? How will we manage the change that they're experiencing? So all of that said, the introduction of model-driven apps gave us the opportunity to drive the change from the user perspective, to talk to a user group, understand what they need to have access to in their app, and then hide all the other noise, hide all the areas of Dynamics 365 of CRM that they're not going to use and give them this really great streamlined experience that enhances their ability to adopt the technology. So my vote for the best thing that's happened to CRM the past 10 years is the introduction of model-driven apps and how that's been able to really enhance user adoption just by the fact that you're making life easier for different user groups what is my favorite missing dynamics crm feature i think what we're looking for here is what's something that used to be in crm that's not today that i miss um that used to be the email a link but that just came back so i can't use that i think what i'll have to go with is classic advanced find i really miss classic advanced find I know Modern Advanced Find is cool, and it has lots of things, and I've embraced it, and I use it, and it's fine, but I personally miss Classic Advanced Find. I'm still much more comfortable in that interface. What has CRM Rocks meant for you? So this is a little interesting for me. I think it'll be different from the other guests who are appearing on this special. Uh, But I first appeared as a guest to talk about Power Automate and Connectors and ConnectorReview.com. And after that episode, Marcus approached me to see if I would be interested in helping out as a co-host on CRM Rocks. So I've been doing that for a little while now, and it's been really neat. It's given me access to new people in different countries. I feel like Most of my personal connections with some of the leading industry experts around here are in the US just because I see them at conferences. It's easy to network in person. But this has really expanded the scope of people that I've gotten to talk to and to help interview people and get their thoughts about things. And leaders across the whole world has been so unique. I've gotten to talk to people that I personally follow on YouTube, on LinkedIn, on the socials. And it's been an absolute joy to meet all of you, to talk to you, to ask my questions, to learn more. So thank you, Marcus, for involving me in this way. And congratulations on 10 years. I can't believe you've been writing this podcast for 10 years, that's a very long time. You should be very proud. And again, thank you so much for everything you do on CRM Rocks, and for everybody involved in this industry.
3: Hi, my name is uh, Gustav Westerlund, um, and I'm the founder of uh, Serum Consultana. I've also had the honor of being an MVP for 12 years, and I've been working with Dynamics and Power Platform for a very long time. So it's almost 20 years now. Um, The the best thing that I think has happened to Dynamics in the last 10 years is the separation of Dynamics and Power Platform. Uh, This is something that we, I think. We all, when we started working with this platform, for me it was in version 1.2, found that was, uh, like, it's an awesome platform. Why do we have to license a sales or a customer service system when we're doing something totally different? So I think that that separation to our platform is really good and it really helps the platform uh, and it's in, a, in a large sense. And something that I'm still missing in the platform, though, there's actually two things, Uh, polymorphic relationships so that we can have relationships that are pointing to any type of uh, any type of table. Um, You can see this in the regarding field, for instance, in the activities. They are polymorphic, um, but it would be great to be able to create our own polymorphic relationships uh, in a very good way. And there's also other things in the, in like object-oriented percep- perspectives that we would like to have, like inheritance and interfaces and stuff like that would be really good to be able to build those into the system. And from a higher level, from a um, perspective of using this system, uh, I think boss impersonation would be very good. So let's say that you are a sales manager and, and you're going to have a meeting with a salesperson you, who's, who's your subordinate. It would be really good to be able to impersonate the salesperson to be able to see the system as he does and then you can help coach him a bit better so boss impersonation would be very very good and for me um serum rocks, serum rocks uh, was the f- one of the absolute first podcasts on dynamics and i think it's it really paved the way at uh, saying that you can do uh, you can have great podcasts so, uh, I want to thank uh, Marcus a lot for what you've, you've been doing all these years with the uh, with this pod, and I hope we meet soon. Bye bye.
4: Greetings to all the listeners of the Zero in Rocks podcast. My name is Jukka Niiranen, and I work as a Power Platform advisor at a company called Forward Fiber, and I've also been in Microsoft Business Applications MVP for eleven years now. Marcus asked me to answer a few questions uh, in celebration of the decade of rocks. The first question about what is the best thing that has happened in Dynamics CRM in the last 10 years. Think about where I've been moving towards now in my career, starting with CRM back in version 3, end of the year 2005. A lot happened already before before 10 years ago, but uh, thinking about the last decade, then I have to say that the biggest thing definitely by far is the fact that the platform component of Dynamics CRM became an actual product. So XRM turned into what is today called Power Platform, and so that is a huge step that wasn't at some point not at all obvious that it was going to happen. So it used to be something that was talked about as a thing you can do, and of course many of the consultants were actively building custom apps, low code apps on top of. For, for many years before our Platform became official. If you think about the days in like 2013 and from there on, then uh, there was a big push towards building a, just focusing on building products out of Dynamics. The platform capabilities were at some point maybe in danger of becoming just a way to tweak and extend a product that Microsoft then really Owned and was in charge of developing. So the fact that we have XRM alive and kicking today, better than ever, providing all the great features for Dataverse, and also benefiting then from the low code story, getting all the investments that Microsoft is now pouring into to try and uh, capture the the growing market for low code. Then that has been a huge win win for for both Dynamics CRM and uh, all the other related Microsoft cloud services now that are getting benefits from the uh, origins of XRM. Then what would be my favorite missing CRM features? So what have I been yearning for all these years and it still hasn't uh, showed up there? So I kind of think that uh, the R in, in CRM, so relationships, is something that has been not really taking to the extreme on the platform like it could have been. So I'm kind of wishing that we would have better ways to really connect anything with anything, so building relationships that are not just a hierarchy of accounts or some predefined connections between uh, uh, different uh, tables, but uh, rather like being able to modeling a network there uh, within uh, CRM that would be something that's not just the simple relational hierarchical stuff, but uh, something that we could also visualize there, something that could like, look like a visual network. We've had some ISV components over the years for it, but uh, it's a bit strange that Microsoft Devo really went full on with making the uh, power of the database be really apparent to the user, the fact that they'd show like connections there and how things relate to one another. Maybe we'll get then some benefits by AI from being able to then recognize those connections, but I was kind of always hoping that there would be a visual way to show the, the power of the network from the CRM database. And then the final question about what a CRM rocks meant to me. So uh, I had to look back on how many uh, messages we uh, had with Marcus over the years about the uh, podcast episodes. And uh, I mean, the first uh, time I appeared on the podcast was was in uh, October twenty thirteen, and I talked about the new user experiences in CRM twenty thirteen. At that time, wow, that's been an amazing journey. We've gone through so many sort of iterations with uh, how the platform has evolved and talking about then the state of dynamics a few times and also exploring the, uh, also the conceptual side of like what does a customer mean in CRM. So it's been a really educational journey and seeing that uh, being able to like bounce around these ideas with a with fellow CRM professional and being able to really just kind of be myself and be one with CRM, so to say. No pressure, like explaining this thing to some outsiders, but really focusing on the core essence of Cerebro. So that has been the the absolute biggest thing with Brock. So congratulations to, again to Marcus for the ten uh, year journey on the podcast, and here's to the next ten years. Cheers.